Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Florida State's backups, Florida State had a very, very good season. They were top heavy in their talent. They were top heavy on the depth chart. It's not like, like, look, if Georgia had 13 of their starters resting, they could still compete because they have a bunch of five-star super-duper players that are backups. A lot of them, you saw some of them in that second half when they put in a lot of backups. They're still really good. It's like Florida State was in the 90s where they could put in their backups and beat certain teams. Florida State's not there yet. Their best players, all their NFL players, they're, they're by far their best players, are the guys at the top of that depth chart. And you saw what the bottom and the middle, middle of that depth chart is, and that does not mean they won't be good players. They're all freshmen who have never played, or a lot of them are freshmen that never played. Blake Nicholson, Cryer, they're not on the field together ever. Omar Graham. J.J. Sampson, Quindarius Jones. Conrad Conrad Hussey was your starter at safety. Like, you're playing so many guys that have never played against that team that was hell-bent on humiliating you. They wanted to, and you just didn't have uh, the answers for it. It's not like a lot of good players just played poorly or weren't into the game. You just, you know, I wrote it in my column. It was a JV versus the varsity, yeah. and your JV was out there. Your varsity could have competed with. I have no it, doubt about that. Your varsity yeah. would have competed with Georgia, could have beaten Georgia. Your varsity, your junior varsity playing Georgia's varsity, no chance, and yeah, that's what this was. We get to watch practice a lot, and we're fortunate to do that. And when the ones go against the twos, when the starters on offense go against the second-team defense, it's usually pretty easy moving. If the second-team offense is going against first-team defense, it's rough sledding. They don't yeah. usually go. Well, this was like watching the twos against the ones. Yes. And, and Georgia's ones are, are very, scout, very Almost good. scout team. Yeah. And, and I was going to say, you know, you and I wrote this in the column too. Guys, read the column. I can't. I mean, you're I giving can't it all away right here. Why yeah, that's need true. To? You don't need to read it anymore. No, and Norvell had some really good quotes. I think we'll talk about uh, that in a second. But as, I, but as I wrote in the column, you take 13 starters away from any college football team in the country, including two quarterbacks. You go down to your third-string quarterback and you're down 12 other starters, any other college football team in the country is going to get obliterated by Georgia. Maybe not record-setting, didn't have to be 60 points, but every team in the country that was what Florida State was today was going to get pounded in the turf by a motivated team that was only resting two or three guys, or had two or three guys opt out, not 13. Yeah, and, the, you know, first let's get to Mike Norvell's comments. So, so you know, he has tried over the last couple of weeks to put as brave a face on this yeah. as he could. Um, tonight after the game, he got really emotional. Yeah. Um, you were in there for the press conference. I was, I was in the locker room talking to some of the players. They actually had the locker room open after the game. What were uh, what were your what, what kind of an impact did Mike Norvell's statements have on? So yeah, I, I liked it. You, you could tell he'd been he'd been emotional. He'd been crying. Kalen Deloach said how much this season had meant to him, even with this loss. And Norvell got emotional again. And then he was kind of asked about if he, if they were playing in the playoff in two days would they be healthy enough to compete? And he's like, yes, we had a couple of guys that were really close the extra couple days we probably would have. And then he admitted, he's like, nobody's gone through what we've gone through. Nobody's gone through that kind of challenge of having their undefeated season poo-pooed upon. And then, uh, that was, that was, yeah. cle- that was yeah. clever, right? Poo-pooed upon. And, and then having to go play a, team, a game like Georgia. So he said, we had more opt-outs than most teams would. He didn't say it in so many words, but this is what he was saying. Nobody's had to deal with that kind of heartbreak. And that was obvious. But he also said, and he reiterated, he made it a point. 
they are a championship team, and he absolutely believes in his heart that if they had gotten the chance to play in the playoff. Nobody would have opted they out. Would have, well, no, of course nobody would have opted out. They had a real chance to win it. He was very confident what they could have accomplished if the whole team, the whole Florida, full force of Florida State football was there for the playoffs. And, of course, it wasn't even close to that today down here in Hard Rock. Yeah, it was an abomination of a decision, and it, it's, it's really the worst that this sport can offer right now in college football where you have a team like Florida State that goes 13-0, first undefeated Power 5 champion to be left out of the playoff. And then I think it was compound, compounded by, and I wrote a column that's still up on the website as well. Man, we had nothing but columns. The what was compounded by the fact of how this team came together. You know, this was not the. These two teams are different. Yes. Okay, these two programs are different. You hope you get here jo- yeah. soon. Georgia but- has been. You know, Kirby Smart has been there how many years now? Eight. He's been there eight years. He's been recruiting. Nine. So you've had. He's had five classes come through. Yeah. The entire program. They won two straight national championships. And they lost their last game. So the circuit, you know, the thing that bothered me about the narrative about, well, Georgia's got an opt-in culture and Florida State's got an opt-out culture, it's a completely different situation, two completely different programs. Florida State wants to get to that point where you have sustained success. Yeah. Year and guys have invested in the program for years and years and years. Mike Norvell and the staff did an amazing job of turning this roster in like hyperspeed, right. going from an embarrassing season two years ago to being 13-0 this year. See, when when things when the season got snapped, snatched away from them, the reward for the season got snatched away, they're not going to handle it as well as guys who've been in their program for four or five years well, and, and had, had that kind of success and, and lost yeah. their last game. Well, and they lost, too, yeah. They, they, so, they, they didn't earn their right. Florida State earned their right. It got it kind of taken away. And, yeah, so there was a, there was a uh, you know, it was just, and Norvell said this, he goes, practicing has been hard. The whole last month has been hard. Like, it was just, you could tell um, the, the motivation with this football team. He knew, I, I think he knew what was coming. He probably didn't know it was going to be 63-3. Right. to three. But when you're playing a third-string quarterback against a, a good defense, a very good team, and you're playing no, all your best defensive players are not playing, almost all of them. Your top two receivers, your top tight end, your top running your back. Top two your top two, right? Your top, end. like, four out of your top five. Your four, your four, four out of your top five pass catchers, your top three rushers. Uh, you, you just this wasn't Florida State, and it's almost as if you know it's it's like they protested in their own way by showing how what a what a farce. But I don't think but when you say that though, was. I think it lends people to believe that it was they no, they did they, this intentionally no, the way to looks, screw their two teammates. The way the way this played out, if if Florida State would have played their whole team together, and, and they for whatever reason they all decide to play and play Georgia, and they lose twenty-seven to seventeen, people would be like, see. We really have no idea now. That no. This was not the Florida State right. team. And anybody that watched more than half a second of that game, anybody that sees that score will be, well, gee, what happened? What, what? Oh, they were missing 30 players. Well, if those people they were missing it, yeah. 13 yeah. starters. Yeah. And I th- but I think that's what the narrative, you got beat so badly that it defies belief, but it really doesn't when you look at what you had. You, 13 I, of your 22 starters on yeah, thir- the, yeah, the 22 starters against Florida, 13 of them didn't play tonight. I mean, and, that's, and that no was, team has ever done that. And that was without Jordan Travis, who yes. got knocked out a week before that. Yeah, so, so you, and you're down to your third-string quarterback. It's uh, Yeah, it was a ridiculous situation. Do you think it – can it be flushed though, Ira? Does something well, do, when you when you set the all-time college football record for bowl loss, is it something that gets flushed? Because I think it can be, almost because it was so bad, it's comical. Well, yeah, and you yeah. had none of your players with you. Well, your I think, good players. Yeah. No, Sorry, I think older yeah. good players. Yeah, Kalen Deloach is a good player. Jakai Douglas, good player. It's so. not. It's definitely not an indication of what's to come. I mean, right. Clemson gave up seventy points in a bowl game, made a change in defensive coordinator, turned it around, they turned yeah. around their program. Are you saying quickly. Adam Fuller's on the hot seat? <laughs> 
<laughs> is that what you're saying? No, that's not okay. what I'm saying. All I'm right. saying is what happens in a bowl game doesn't necessarily. No. And you know, and I, while you were at the press conference, I was in the locker room, talked to a lot of the players, talked to Braden Fisk, who was really upset about the fact he couldn't play in this game. Yeah, was, and. and and upset about the fact that they didn't get the opportunity to see what they could have done right. if they had gotten into the playoff. And then also talking to some other guys, returning players who got their first playing time. I talked to K.J. Sampson, a freshman defensive tackle, who got in there. And he's just talked about how excited he is to come back next year and, and take the next step. All the guys I talked to, and again, they're going to say this, but I really believe they said it with conviction, that they this is not going to affect their, their confidence in where the program could go. Now, what needs to happen, though, they do need to get some momentum on the, the transfer portal trail. That would be nice. They need to get some just some positive mojo around the team because it's been a, a month of bad news punctuated by this. Yes. So they, they just need to get – but I think, you know, and, and one of the things that, you know, Mike Norvell said What do you think Friday, that sound is? People dropping stuff. <laughs> nice. Dropping bodies. <laughs> dropping bodies. One of the things Mike Norvell said on Friday was that he didn't want to – that that – they just had to get past this game. They just needed yeah. to play this game and move on. So from that standpoint, yeah, man, it's over. I think that's a good thing. Now they can start working to the future. I agree. I like that it seems like people don't even know that we're on a camera. I don't think they care. That seems obvious. But, I mean, just, I mean, there's other places I think they could. I think Corey's done. I think Corey's done. I think I, I, think I am, too. That was, hey, but I, I do want to say this, and this was Norvell's point. Uh, incredible season. Uh, very, very, uh, just, a, and you guys watching this for 14 games now, 13 and a half, 13 games, then whatever we want to call this. We really do appreciate it. It's been awesome. The, the viewership has been outrageous, and we know you're excited about this program and what this, but what this team accomplished in this program moving forward, and you should be. Um, this is, this has not been a great three weeks, um, but that, how could you not believe? Think about when the last time you, the first time you were here covering a Mike Norvell team. Well, it actually looked a lot like this. It was that 2020 COVID game against Miami. Yeah. But think about where they are now, save for this ridiculous result, um, where they are now, man. You, how can you not believe in where this program is going and what this coach is doing? That said, portal, open up. Open up, man. Am I right? It is right. open. The visits start Please. next week. Start I got Matt Lassere had a story right. up yesterday. They've got some guys visiting next week on January 3rd. They'll open up for visits, so you'll have some guys coming in. Last thing I wanted to say is Mike Norvell, his message to the team after the game was that this game does not define them. Absolutely. And I, and I agree with that yeah, 100%. 100%. The other thing I wanted to say was I thought Brock Lynn showed some stuff, man. Okay. I thought, oh, okay. I, I did. All I right. thought there were – He definitely was better than he was against Louisville. A whole Louisville. lot better, a lot better, man. Yeah. A whole lot better. Yeah. And, 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 you know, he doesn't have any of their top receivers. Yes. He's going up against one of the best defenses in the country. No uh, real running several game. Several offensive linemen go got with, hurt. Yeah, you know, no yeah running that's backs. true. And I thought, again, when he had chances to make plays, I thought he showed some talent. So good on you, Brock Glenn. I think that's good. I think that's a good step going into the offseason. And, 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 you know, some of those young defensive players as well. And shout so. out to their line for playing. Shout out yeah. to Ja'Kai Douglas for running hard. Even That was a, t- a possible situation. I thought he played well, Wildcat, all that. And shout out to uh, Kalen Deloach for a great career uh, at Florida State. Shout out to you, Corey Clark. And also and shout, shout out, out to Vitamin, to Vitamin Energy. Energy. Warchamp BOGO is the promo code. Take advantage of it, guys. You need it. Hey, happy new year. Happy, happy new, new year. Don't you get need drunk. Your vitamin energy. Don't get drunk. It's a great chaser. <laughs>